a city of Sharn, full of commonplace magic, subtle powers, and ruthless criminals. Anyone can make their fortune in one moment, only to lose it, and their life in the next. One small inquisitive agency tries to scratch out a living uncovering truth for anyone who's willing to pay. The Changeling Wits and the Warforged Sevens are imperfect people in a city of perfect chaos. Will they bring justice to the city, or will they find themselves torn apart by sinister forces? Find out on Two Ashes, Two Dust, a Sharn Inquisitive Podcast. So when last we left our intrepid duo, watching their hard work and several million gold in liquor go up in flames. Several million? Did we burn several million dollars? <laughs> thousand. Thousand. I still don't feel still, great about that. I, you shouldn't. You really shouldn't. Because it's spreading to nearby warehouses. About the time the alarm is sounded in this quiet industrial district at night, the only people around are a few Warforged standing guard and other unfortunates like yourselves. Um, but let's take us back as you guys from a couple roofs away are watching the, uh, watch the warehouse burn, watch the fire crews come and assemble and hand out the wands of create water and try and contain it to just, you know, nine warehouses or so. There's an entire, like, squad of firefighters out front of the um, House Kundark barricade, which was hastily erected and is on high alert. Obviously, they pay a lot for protection on that one. I'm going to do two quick flashbacks, and I'll do them as quick as I can, but I think they'll help. So sevens, four years ago. With your company in the war, the last thing that you remembered, or rather, you have a vague memory of a large church on fire, and then a green cloud, and everything goes black. It's like the haziest, the first hint of something in the back from before the moment you woke up. So, Wits, you and your crew, uh, Captain Helena, a few other to-be-named characters, like, who was the Weasley one that you didn't quite trust? Think about that for a second. And then, so you, Captain Helena, had come across a small city, a bombed-out central central area, um, an aftermath of a very recent battlefield or disaster. There are Warforged from Seer, Warforged from uh, Brayland, where you guys are now, and um, mercenaries and soldiers, human, goblin, hobgoblin, 
from from the north. Let's just say from Thrain and parts north. Um, all of them had fallen in battle. Looks like very suddenly. Your crew has started going through pockets, grabbing the, the best jewelry and things that you could find. And you come across this enormous warforged in great condition, relatively, slumped against the statue in the middle of the town square. Um, giant statue of Emperor Galifar I, man who united the continent. And you guys are... So you're, you're like, oh, well, I think... Hmm. So you spend a few minutes tinkering with with this Warforged, trying to... You've never gotten a chance to see one up close for very long before. And you... Not only will it help you disguise as a Warforged later, but you might be able to make it work. I could strip his Tinker. strip his body for copper. At the very least. <laughs> that's um, but but more likely, if you can get a relatively intact but empty one, you might be able to sell its secrets to the other dragon marked houses. I know that House Caneth, the ones that came up with the Warforged are full of industrial espionage paranoid. But there are other houses that do making and moving and manufacturing that would be very, very interested in any technological advance you could learn. So not only is it oh, potential profit, it's also hmm, it might be able to tell you something about what went on here, because this was not supposed to be a battlefield. As your crew is tinkering, as the large Church of the Sovereign host behind you is burning, uh, the base of the statue, you're tinkering away at some of the neck ligaments and shoulder ligaments that seem to have come out of Seven's neck. Um, give me a perception check. We'll introduce a little variability into this background storytelling. This is where I remember if I'm actually good at anything like that. I think I'm, I think <laughs> yeah, I'm great at it. I think you're okay, but Pers- the DC is... Oh, fuck yeah. 5e. Uh, nine. All right, well... Sweet. So, you're great. You're like, oh, I can totally do this. Um, when you hear a, a cry. So, what was your gang member's name? The, the one who cried out first. The kind of shady one you never really trusted much. Mm, we're going to go with Signo. I'm thinking just your run-of-the-mill goblin street urchin, you know? Petty thief. Steals. Cheats. Sounds good. A little typecast, but we can roll with it. <laughs> but he he yells quickly, uh, Hey boss, look out! Right as the ground in front of the church erupts. And no fire shoots out, no force shoots out. Dirt is forcibly moved out of the way. And then a green vapor starts to come up from that crevice. It ends pretty quickly, but it moves around the battlefield. You and your crew know to stay well clear of these. Sometimes they're living spells. Sometimes they're after effects of other wartime magic. Um, with Almost as quickly as it appeared, though, it seems to dissipate. What Wits didn't notice was the little wisps that were sinking down into the bodies. So you're, you're like, okay, it's gone. You go back to tinkering the sevens. Um, 
Signal gets your attention one more time as he tears off towards the burning building um, without a sound. Doesn't say no, nothing coming out of his mouth. Right behind you, though, a hand from one of the dead soldiers grabs your ankle with an unholy strength and starts to yank you backwards. As all around the battlefield, these corpses are rising anywhere the cloud touched. Sevens, it's in that second when someone in front of you is vulnerable and being assaulted. Without even realizing it, your sword arm is down, severing the hand. And you look up, and both of you are squared off against a horde of zombies. What do you do in that moment? Hey, Zach. <clears throat> Have you developed a character voice? <clears throat> no. <laughs> All right, I want to run, run by you guys. I think we, I think we should workshop this before we like before we go any further. Because yeah, I think we both we can workshop it after the flashback. Yeah, I. Uh, so we're essentially surrounded every action movie style, and we turn to each other. Is that the situation we're in? Well, you were being dragged into the horde of zombies through the corpses of the Warforged that are still on the ground. And you didn't think he was awake. And he doesn't remember being awake. But all of a sudden, the sword moves. His arm moves. And saves you from probably what would have been a very unpleasant end. Um, The rest of your crew, you're not sure where they are right now. There's fire and zombies and ruins burning there are some distant screams, but for the most part, it's pretty eerily silent, except for the creaking of this rotting flesh. Just just Seven's arms moved. He didn't like stand up or anything. Well, that's well, that's up to him. I think. <clears throat> I think that yes, I like that image of just my arm moving automatically, <laughs> and then I think like the rest of me kind of like follows suit and wakes up, and you get that yeah. nice little windows sound no not windows this is (laughs) it's actually the sound of the church bell falling behind you (laughs) thunderous two tons of bronze that's right and Uh, then your eyes start to glow sigil on your forehead starts to glow and i stand up all right uh on the ground in front of sevens is wits wits what do you look like at this point um, your usual workday face, or did you have a different one at this point? He looks like uh, every. He looks like a vague recreation of every hero he's seen in like a propaganda poster. <laughs> that strong jaw, broad yeah. shoulders, nondescript. Like yeah, perfect blonde hair that's like like off to the side that he's like swept aside. Mm-hmm. He's in like. I think olive green uniform that's like a little bit dirty. He's got like a, like a not a robe, but he's got like a uh, not cape either. Cloak. Like wrap, yeah, it wraps Cloak. around the front, covers yeah. him up a bit. He's a little, he's a little bit dirty, but he's still like in fatigues and it's still like fairly well kept. All right, yeah. And what do you do? 
You were just nearly abducted. Your crew is somewhere out in that midst, yelling and screaming. I just, uh, he holds both hands up and he looks up and he goes, uh, hey, 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 easy big fella, name's Wits. I, uh, look down, I wanna just grab him by the shirt, and I, like, yank him up off the ground. Oh! <laughs> and I set yeah. him on the ground, and I look at him and I go, talk later, fight now. And Eesh. I look at the zombies. All right. Man, a few yeah. words. I like it. Nice. All right. So let's or should I say robot a few words? We can we can pick up the rest of that flashback later, but I think that does a good job setting the scene. Um, so back to the back to the present. Um, you guys are watching the fire crews go. Um, give me perception checks as you're hanging out close to the scene of the technically arson. Good. Ooh, that's not as good as my 20. Shut up, you big toaster. <laughs> that's racist. Well, um, yeah. So you guys are pretty decently hidden. Uh, you're on top of a roof. When, and you're still very sure you haven't been detected, but you hear coming towards you two kind of arguing voices. So behind you guys are floating these two little, they kind of look like imps, but they're smoky and fiery. And then it takes you a second to realize, oh, there are four of them. Two are smoke and two are fiery. Um, and they're, they're arguing. They're like, oh, man, boss is going to be mad. You sure we can't go in? And it's like, yes, it's surrounded. We're going to get busted. This is a bad, oh man. So they're, they're arguing back and forth about do they go into the fire because they're made of fire. How how far away are they from us as we they're, watch from the rooftop? They're maybe like 10 feet above you and just kind of drifting slowly towards the fire. Okay. And they, hey, uh, hey, Sevens, I know I hit the sauce sometimes, but you seeing that? <laughs> hey, uh, do you whisper yeah. that or say it out loud? I say that out loud. All right. Instantly, they turn and look and look horrified. They got a two. <laughs> uh, early failed those stealth checks, and they're like, "Ooh, uh, you, you cool? Just, you guys cool? Ah, uh, they start like, hey, to hey, run." Guys. Um, yeah, you're on the rooftop. These four little imp things spotted you and are making a break for it. What do you do? Well, we gotta get better at this private eye thing for one. <laughs> We're not very private so far. <laughs> Stick out. Stick public out not eye. Your strength. We're the world's first public eye. <laughs> <laughs> We're so amazing we don't even need to be secretive because we fear nothing. Uh bravado in and of itself is is a form of deception, so let's just, you know. We're playing four D chess out here. I Can they go four different directions? I so here's what I wanna do. I wanna whip out a dagger and I want to try to throw it at one of them and hit their like they have wings right because they're imps yeah, yeah mm -hmm. I want to like hit one of their wings okay I'm going to say that instead of doing damage you'll knock him prone yeah yeah that's my goal I want to give knock me that attack the roof. there are oh, four see. imps that's an 18 hmm. oh yeah that'll hit and some so he so one of them I'm going to say 
this one gets knocked out. He's, he's now prone on the ground, maybe 10 feet. Is he on the roof you. or is he on the ground with us? He's on the ground. Okay. Damn. I'm just going to move him down to represent ground because I've not yet learned how this system works. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, wits, what do you do as you get the drop on these guys? So they four of them. They scattered. Did they go four different directions? They're they're heading there. As soon as you go, we'll do initiative. And one of them is prone on the roof with us. Yeah, within Seven, just movement range. Just wing out. Absolutely. I'm just with gonna go that hand. It's it's like ten feet away. It's half a step. I'm just gonna go grab that one. That's prone. It's okay. on the ground. So you have to climb down from the roof. Oh, right. ground, ground these... not the roof. No, no, it's it's next to you on the roof. Oh, oh, um, I miss him. But remember, I robot. did describe these as being made of fire and smoke. <laughs> so, <laughs> do right, what well, you want. I bear that in mind. Don't need your logic, dungeon master. All right. Uh, yeah, it's prone. Roll uh, touch attack with advantage. <laughs> Surely I have something in my rogue's repertoire for this. <laughs> This can only go well. Having <laughs> tiny elementals, this is going to be great. What am I rolling? Um, dex plus proficiency. That is a nine. <laughs> Damn it. You have advantage, though, so it's actually a 19. Okay, perfect. Because he is prone. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's uncomfortably hot. He's not burning you, but he's uncomfortably hot. Um, he glows slightly as a long pointy face two little wings that you've got pinned against his side um, see like the size of like a bread box that I'm just like towering <laughs> over it's like a uh, size small but they like I think like an oversized pixie <laughs> like maybe like tall G.I. Joe um, I'm holding him down with one finger on each wing <laughs> you've got no you've got him like this and he's oh uh, oh he's kind of strong um and now let's roll initiative oh balls it is a 15. Oh, hot dice. 19. So they just managed to ace you out, Wits. I'm bleeding. Uh, not yet. No, in real life. No, in real life, I'm bleeding. Well, why'd you go and have back surgery? We gotta be real careful with the narrative here, Zach. <laughs> the game comes to life. Oh, God, we're in Jumanji. Oh, God. <sighs> yep. Pretty soon your hands are just going to start melting. <laughs> melting. What a world. All right, so the method in hand is going to try... Ooh. Um, so, Wits, are you carrying or holding anything metal? Um, I have... Um, well, let's see. I have a dagger. But is it in hand? No. Okay, then he doesn't care. Um, not... Not a big deal. Um, he's going to try and break out. Because he's he's freaking out. He's like, oh no, I got caught. I'll, I'm trying to call him. Like, hey, 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 come down, come down, come down. Hey. Um, he, no, he's not having any of it. I'm very persuasive. <laughs> you are very persuasive. But are you very good at holding him? Give me an acrobatics or athletics. He will poorly don't sweat it too much. Five. Oh, that's <sighs> not... Ideal. Does that beat your six? <laughs> it does not. So yeah, he's gonna oh, spend his action trying to get away. 
uh, or at least get up from you, and then basically in your hands he becomes liquid very briefly, glows quite a bit more, and you, you kind of, in the surprise of the heat, fingers just kind of come unglued. And he's now prone at your feet. He hops up, flies up, and is going to try and uppercut you on his way past. The last time I had this much liquid smoke around me, I was cooking steak. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally fair. Uh, but he uses action to break out. So the other ones, uh, one of the smoky ones, will try and help his buddy. Can I just add what a tremendous help you're being, uh, Sevens? Uh, I just want to point out that hey. Sevens knocked him out of the air in the first place with a yeah. lightning quick response with his dagger. Yeah, well, you're a robot. Why don't you grab the hot thing? <laughs> well, I would have, but someone didn't give me the opportunity now, did they? Someone decided to rush in. <laughs> Listen. It does happen. I'm doing, does character, happen. I'm doing a character retcon. Okay. <laughs> Some things change. It's okay. It's okay. So does a 12 hit your AC? It shouldn't. Okay. But does it? <laughs> uh, I am... Is this, this is the same... No, this is a, this is a, one of the smoky ones. No, I mean it's no. the same night that we from session one where we went to the kennel. Not from the one where you went to the kennel, but from the one so you okay. went to the warehouse, fought the maw demons. Yes. Chewed you up after good. this is after the bar night. Or yeah, after the, the after the pirate bar. The bar, but after the yeah after the pirate bar we went over here. I don't remember what you were geared up for for the pirate bar. I just... You were geared up for B&E. You had your armor on. For... We're going to constantly be doing dangerous shit. Should I just say that I always have my armor on when we go out? Let's say you've had it enchanted to look not quite swarmers. Okay. Then... Um, let me find the armor class of that, because it would hit my native armor class, but that gives me, like, what, plus two? Yeah. It plus three. So, no, it does not hit me. All right, so... This little smoky guy misses. Other two are going to dive at sevens. And I'm assuming, yep, a whole lot. Ooh, one of them connects. Damn, yes, that's going to do it. Um, oh, this is going to suck. Um, you don't have your sword in hand yet, do you? So you no, just threw the dagger. Not. Okay. So the one that attacks you connects and scratches you up for four points of yeah. scratchy, smoky unpleasant nasty um, little fire rat <laughs> piss off ghost <laughs> then, wait we'll cut that out we'll use it for a big moment in the fight later <laughs> that's right he's freaking gone man <laughs> alright so yeah we had two misses two hits <clears throat> wits you're up there's one guy coming right for you another one right behind you that are trying to make your life very unhappy any points of egress off the roof not that are open at the moment other than the obvious how far how many stories up are we how tall is this warehouse two, we're on two or three two. oh we're jumping for sure <laughs> he's gonna do a superhero landing sure? <laughs> i'm just saying are you sure i remember you getting pretty mangled after the first fight I am not in great condition, though. I, I'm... So, 2 to 3d6 for gravity. Unless I stick the landing. Unless you stick that landing. 
It's up to you. I yeah. can you can you I'm please the... do the awesome thing where you like flip around off the roof and then like throw your dagger into the wall and ride your dagger down the wall. Well, <laughs> I was gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do because I have thieves' tools. Is rope included in that? No, but it's in your backpack. Okay. You, you have it handy. <clears throat> here's a, what, here's probably, what. Probably a thin concealed line. Here's what Wits. Here's what Wits does. Uh, he uses an action to disengage from the fight with the two wisps. Okay. He goes, "Hey, oh sevens, give me five. Sevens, do you stick your hand up? I, <laughs> I totally do. It's a reaction. I sprint by you and I, I lead, I slap the rope into your hand and I just keep running by you and I just jump off the roof. <laughs> okay. Oh, I shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. I don't say anything or do anything. I just hand you the rope and sprint off the roof. And uh, I, seeing what he's planning here, I just immediately brace. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, give me an acrobatics check. Wits? Wits, yeah. Because you're the one who just dove off the roof. Ten. Did you, like, wrap the rope around your waist first? Or did you just, like, it's have it in a hand? It's tethered okay. to me. To me? <laughs> it's, like, around, like, my belt. Okay. All right, so yeah, you you have a rope around your belt, and you gauged it just enough. So that Mission Impossible moment where you're an inch from the floor is about <clears throat> where it pops you. <laughs> so you, you come down, you just, ooh, a little dust in your nose as you come right back up and are just like six inches from the ground. Um, you could have ended up like Gwen Stacy. Yeah, that could have been very bad. Um, sevens. You are now got one hand pretty darn busy. Yeah, hand, I'm yell over the roof. Thanks for leaving me up here, asshole. You're a robot. You can jump. <laughs> I feel like <clears throat> fair enough. <laughs> I... All right, so what do you do? You've got you know a ninety pound weight on your left arm. I drop that ninety pound weight like it's hot. All right, uh... you go a foot and you go. Pff, Ow. <laughs> image of just that owl echoing up on the roof. <laughs> yeah, now all four of these guys are focusing on you, but they do they do fly. Just uh, Are they looking like they're trying to get away? Or are they looking like they're going to come back and try and hit me again? <clears throat> um, the A couple of them, the two on you look like they're going to try and hit you. Um, you. You're pretty sure the boss said, leave no witnesses. But what do you do? You might All right. scare uh, them how off. Close, so is there two like on me on me? Or are they oh, yeah. just fluttering around me? They are on you on you. Okay. Uh, I want to do... So here's what I'm thinking. These guys are flying. They're small. I am going to uh, cast Thunderous Smite upon myself as a bonus right. action. There's your bonus. And I... Uh, let me just say, you guys were hiding, watching the scene oh, of a right. fire. Fire! Fuck! Uh, I kind of want to take that back. Then, that's that's, fine. that's fine. That's fine. That's why I reminded you of the context. I will say, <laughs> Wits would never would leave hilarious. you on the roof by himself, by yourself, without a plan to help you out. I will say, your trusted <laughs> buddy and confidant uh -huh. would not. But just it kind of feels like Wits' plan was just jump. <laughs> 
It does so, feel kind of like Witz's plan was Maybe to at the time Witz's plan was to just jump, and now he has come up with a way to save his trusted robotic friend. Is there, ooh, are there any, like, like standpipes on of course. this roof? Yeah. I can just loop a rope around and dive off? Yeah, there's all sorts of... Just jump! <laughs> no, there's there's all sorts of stuff up here. You, yeah, you I just easily find an exposed pipe. Oh, no, I can't. I dropped the rope already. Balls. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to like. Uh, it's it's fine if you just let the slack go, rather than I mean, you can just say stop bracing, still wrapped around your hand. All right, I wanna yeah, I wanna loop that rope around a standpipe and uh, grab it with both hands and just like rappel down the side of the. Bed. All right, give me an athletics or acrobatics check. I can do that. <laughs> I also, if you succeed in this, I have a scene that I want you to see when you get to the bottom. <laughs> Oh, I think the scene is going to be a dust print with your oh, name on it while you're dead. dangling from the... You're fine. That's exactly what you needed. All right. So you rappel down and in the opposite direction, as if by tether, Wits is ascending up the side of the building much less gracefully than his descent. <laughs> so, like, here's you guys I, get. I think when we're, like, me and I look over, over and I just want to... I try to give him a high five. <laughs> hey, buddy! I, I high five back. Hey! And then I want to, like, like, break the, like, cut the rope. So we I am all that also trying to cut bit. the rope. Yeah, so, um, it's not even hard. You just pop it. Or let go, honestly. Let go, yeah. I mean. Um, both of you take 1d6 points of gravity damage. But the thing you see when I go catapulting up the building and you go to high five, instead of seeing wits, you see a very attractive woman <laughs> who is still in wits clothing, okay. who looks very sheepish. <clears throat> and then he quickly changes back. Just a flash of awkwardness, like. <clears throat> All right, so we take Seven. three. Yep, you each take three points of ow, my face. All right. I get to the bottom. I uh, stand up. I dust myself off. I haul Wits up. And then I immediately start slapping him in the face. Just over and over and over and over and over again. (laughs) Stop, stop. His his bruised and delicate face. Um, (laughs) Don't you ever do that to me again. It just just morphs around your hand because I'm a changeling. It's just like... (laughs) like, uh, uh, As soon as the bruises appear. "Mm." Um, Hey, uh, hey, chill, big man. You see four uh, small glowing lights shoot up from that roof, and as if one of them had cast a dancing lights or flare spell. Um, what do you guys think? That's not good. Uh, hey, one, you owe me a new rope. And two, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sprint. Yeah, let's go. All right. So their little guys are 60 feet behind you. You guys, give me just uh, just an athletics or acrobatics to escape. And maybe also oh, ten. a stealth. That's uh, a 23 athletics. Wits. I just scoop wits up and I fucking <laughs> run with him under my arm. <laughs> is, is athletics actually better for you than acrobatics wits? Um, I feel like acrobatics it, oh, are more Yeah, fuck yeah. 21. Nat, nat 20. I was thinking. That's what I was you only thinking. have a plus one bonus to your acrobatics? What's that your dex? Sh- that should it's be not more. Great. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's not great. Right. That's right. It's pretty low. He's a he's, he's a talker. He's a what? He's a talker, not a. Oh, uh, so you don't actually. Okay. That's what Sevens <laughs> is for. 
Nat yeah. 20 on four. I'm just going to scoop you up, and we're going to hightail it out of here. Nat 20, dexterity, acrobatics check, and stealth is a three. Jesus. <laughs> um, sevens, would you like to give me a stealth check? I do, and I think I actually have disadvantage on this because I'm in my yes, you do. form. Oh, yes, so, you do. When's is... the last time you oiled your joints? <laughs> Not. It, uh, what, is, what does that mean? Just hoping you were stealthy and quiet and not squeaky. Quieter than the detective. Listen, I've been. Yeah. I just jumped off a roof and I'm mortal. So you you are so gleeful having survived that and gotten <laughs> away. Like you are four blocks away. You've done like the forward somersault off a of barrel, some full Jackie Chan running through an alleyway, acrobatics level stuff. Having and trouble controlling the volume of go, my voice. Yes! <laughs> oh, shit. Now, moment Woo! realizations as sevens, like, pan- almost panther-like. There's, like, no sound. This is, like, nearly ton of metal and wood is crunching past you. Just tunk, tunk, tunk. And just scoops you up, and you guys are off into the night. Did you not see how awesome that was? <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> hey, we're fucking superheroes, man. Good job, guys. You made it through... You made it away from the fire. All right, man, that was worth it in right. every way. Right. Things <laughs> things we learned. Um, we burned a lot of expensive liquor. Liquor's flammable. Don't Dude, grab don't right? grab imps. Liquor, liquor is flammable. Wits is yep. flammable. Wits, is, wits also flammable. Imps. Uh, we <laughs> saw a dope mark? jade dragon face mask that was hyper. Yeah, Left that's gonna take some fire. Little research. Lost I'm really sad that that like blew up. You should. Yeah. Why did that blow? I don't remember why that blew up though. What did we do to that? Did we throw it at something, or did we hit it, or it was in my bag and it was grabbed by one of the things I believe that we yep. fought. One of the mouths. There was there was a failure to do keep away. Oh, that's right. Okay. And you guys. Uh, chose your lives over the uh, potentially cursed uh, yeah I think that's a good artifact idea, a good plan I say potentially it was cursed it was cursed um, if there's a chance to cur- you know it's gonna be just full disclosure so yeah it's now 5 a.m um, precarious is in an even more precarious situation as the warehouse district is on fire. You guys sneak back through the lines, but you still haven't figured out who those methods worked for. You still haven't figured out what the mask and the demons have to do with Henschel, who's in lockup in downtown. What else was cooking? <laughs> you think it'd be too on the Wits. nose if Wits had a character flaw where he just, uh, in real life, narrated everything? <laughs> 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 Just like riding on the back of like sevens, like, like he's being carried, and just like um, the boys were doing their best, but it seemed with every question they or with every answer writing, they sought. Well, you're 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 writing it down in your journal, but you're also yeah, saying, you're saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah, the boys were doing their best, but it seems like with every answer they got, two questions arose. Yeah, it's really coming up that way, isn't it? It's almost <laughs> like I have too many plot hooks. It is like I have too many plot hooks. I'm sorry. So we but got streamlined. <clears throat> we delivered. We delivered a note from Henschel to the Captain Barkey. Yep. The Captain. Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan. <laughs> Captain. 
we led us to I have it written down here. Captain Morgan led us to Mad the Captain Zorander. Zorander, escaped out the back, and you deduced from the liquor boxes by the back door where his warehouse was. Where a warehouse that the liquor boxes came from was. It was a distillery called Ranport's Finest, or a dispensary rather. There was a fake certificate in there. Mm-hmm. There was a very expensive reserve box. Oh yeah, um, very Did heavy. Pocket any of that? No, it had the dragon uh, mask th- in it. Well, oh. no, the the reserve box. Yeah, the good I liquor. Suck at this. The good liquor you threw on the demon. And we did like, drink some, I think. So well, we got yeah, that going. You for had us. a little bit. A little take joy where you moment, can moment. Um, I wrote down Kyber question mark. Yes. All right, so. We're still trying to find the illicit scroll for the city official. We still have a guy in jail. Mm-hmm. Henschel. Henschel. Yeah. He's what in was jail. on the letter? We read that letter, right? We did. Did, what yep. Was, what did that say? Because that was from Henschel. Too. It said something about um, like laying low, I believe, and to like not move the product or something to that ilk. Okay. Double checking. I probably have that written down too. Henschel letter. Don't move thing. Tell her to wait. Her. Her. Her could be the changeling that we encountered at the beginning. Did I tell Wits about my. Or any female in the city. True. With the uh, lady who stopped by our office? Yes. That's Ilsa. Ilsa. Yeah, I don't know that. Well, you, you know she's Ilsa. Yeah. I mean, I don't you, think I don't feel like you, I remembered who she was. You, you might in know character she's Ilsa right now. Bormar. You don't remember Ilsa? Is that how bad your short term memory is? No, I just remember like meeting a lady. I don't think I knew it yeah. was Ilsa. A little halfling, little halfling lady. No nonsense. We we did, yeah, because you oh, said that okay. she's the leader of a gang, and you told me that when you were on the force, you tried to not, not just any gang, the biggest organized the crime gang. syndicate. Yes, the Bormer Bormer clan. You you pay them rent a bit. Yeah. Yeah. She, you knew her because you used to try to track her down when you were with the police or whatever. Yeah, the watch. Yeah, the watch. Um, I don't blame you. I've listened to that podcast about six times now. So, <laughs> no, no. that's why I'm counting on you. Uh, it's got that note that she gave us has twenty gold piece written on the back. Um, if we give the scroll, if we eventually find it to Ilsa, she will give us two thousand gold coins. Oh, so we got that. The, the illicit tape. Yeah, we got that conundrum coming up. It's a choice. It's a choice. Leads we have right now. We need to figure out this dragon cult, so we need to pay a visit to Harvey, for sure. Um, We'll at least be able to point you in the right direction. Nothing happened in the kennels. We never sought out the kennels that we were told to avoid. Yeah, you guys haven't. You guys have avoided the kennels. Yes. Um, we still need to, in canon, establish a bar or coffee shop that we hang out at. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be a bar. It has to be a bar. That serves coffee, too, though. We gotta have early mornings. Yeah. Do we? Do those exist? Well, it's 5am now. Speak of. So you need a, you need a <laughs> breakfast spot and a dinner spot. That's right. Or a drink spot. Both. <clears throat> um, need you both. know, all-night diner equivalent. Like a greasy spoon on the edge of the, the cogs or the, the, the elevator that goes down to the mining areas. Uh, well, let's do this right now. Let's go. Okay, here's how we do this, right? Here's how we establish right now what this breakfast place is. And then narratively, this is where we hash out cases like in real talk we're doing right now. We Sounds go to this good. diner. 
and we this, sit across this is from your, each other. This is your spot where people can find you. You sometimes even put that address on your cards that you give out to customers. Yeah. And they go, I don't feel like we're necessarily wealthy enough to eat at a place like this every day, but I think I, in a rare show of compassion, did a favor for somebody in this family, and we get a good discount there. I they, like that. Like we've got a good relationship there, with. There's the always there. there's always coffee for you guys. Yeah. Food though costs extra. What's yeah. the? So we need a name and we need an owner. We do for the diner. Not necessarily an owner, but at the very least a waitress like a, or like a barkeep, yeah, somebody who's always there. Somebody who's there. So name of the diner. Hmm. The steaming cup. Gross. <laughs> That's gross. Not, not good, Zach. Not good. <laughs> no, I liked it. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got. Uh, we could do Java Joe's. No, that sucks. We could do a play on breakfast foods. So we got like biscuits and gravy, hash browns, pancakes. Um coffee pastries croissant the the <laughs> never mind can it be like it could be like the pasty pastry and it's it's owned by a changeling that i helped out and that's why we get free coffee so do, we, do you guys have a name for the bar no it's not gross does the bar have to be the lazy dungeon master no <laughs> I feel I, like it does have to be the lazy dungeon master. No. <laughs> this isn't lazy. This is delegating. This is good management. No, this is something Zach and I decided on like a calendar year ago when we built the lazy dungeon master. A real bar in, in well, Minecraft. A real Minecraft bar. <laughs> we built it and we said if we ever run campaigns, we have to put a bar in called the lazy dungeon master. And it will be called the lazy dungeon master. Well, I'm going into my ultimate toolbox and looking for taverns, inns, and recreation. Because it's a fun meta name for a bar in a D&D game. <laughs> it's just like every time we go in, somebody is like arguing. Like every time you walk in, somebody's arguing. It's like, I don't understand the lazy dungeon. Why? That doesn't make any sense. What is a dungeon master? <laughs> it just happens in the background every time. <laughs> okay. Can you guys please give me a um, taverns and inns six. Six times 20. A 1D 120. One D or a D six and a D twenty. Mm. Uh, I thought that yeah. would work. Yeah, I did too. It doesn't like that. Advanced dice roller. Hey, sixty six. Uh, All right, so I'm gonna go to the third one. Oh, it's because I didn't slash anything. Same. Same. That one is <laughs> boring. Give me another one. You do it. Ninety two. No, oh, you got a better number. I did. That's uh, just alphabetical. Don't sweat it's it. Better. Don't ruin my hopes and dreams <laughs> and achievements. All right, this is Old Cricks. Old Crick has long since passed on, but the name remains. Old Cricks is the bar. All right, give me Cricks a one d twenty. Someone write these down because eighteen. Eighteen. Three long tables, two short tables, a twin hearth, and bar with twelve stools and. Enough of a gaming gaming environment that there's usually a little gambling going on. Run that by me again. Three long tables. Don't, don't worry about it. It's a twelve stools, five tables, two hearths. Almost always gambling going on. It's in some form. 
Uh, do you guys have any favorite breakfast places in Portland? Uh, dude, this town lives on brunch. Dude, Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence so does many. too. We have um, the Roost is a great cop or is a great breakfast place. Oh, well, we're not done with the tavern, guys. Oh, give me a give me one d forty. Thirty one. Thirty one. Okay, there's three old humans who are always there, always playing some equivalent of magical dominoes and flirting heavily with the waitress, even though she is not interested in them at all and may in fact be a warforged. We'll see. <laughs> and then give me 1d20. All you. Seven. Oh, apt. Everyone, it's a lively place. And when you guys drop in next time, the owner's cat is caught in the rafters. Everyone's laughing at the antics. <laughs> there definitely needs to be, like, a portrait of Crick, like, over the mantle. Absolutely. Even though he's passed away at yes. least 80 years. Oh, yeah. Can we call the cat Crick? <laughs> we named the cat Crick. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. It's the mascot. Ever since he died, they've just been naming the cat that. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. But the bartender will be young Crick. Yeah, I'm sorry. Crick. Wait, 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 wait. So there's youngest Crick because it went young, younger, youngest. Father, son, grandson. Yeah. And then, all right, that'll do for the bar for now. Um, all right, let's get our breakfast place hashed out, huh? Let's call it Honey Milk. Oh, I was going to say Mother's. I was like, can we just call it Hashed Out? <laughs> <laughs> it's also a hookah lounge. <laughs> hashed Out, but there are no drugs. They just serve really good hash browns. Really good I think it's. Browns. I think it's just potatoes all day long. <laughs> Grated in fryer. They're, oh, they're, it's they're an Irish cook. bar. Their, their prep cook is a Warforged who basically pops on a greater attachment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just great potatoes all day. Yep. They started out because someone told him to create the potatoes and did not tell him when to stop. <laughs> it's just a, a mound of potato hash next to him growing. They just come and like scoop some up when they need they it. Have a, they have a full menu, but no matter what you order, you just get hash browns. Get hash browns. No, no, every, everything comes with hash browns. It's like, uh, it's like uh, Beth's up in Seattle where, you know, you can order an omelet and it will come with never-ending hash browns. You can order a 12-egg omelet. It will kill you, but it will also come with a bed of never-ending hash browns. So hashed out. Everything has hash browns. <laughs> All right. So we got a Warforged cook, or at least prep cook. Um, and who's the... Who's the kind person that helps you guys there? Do we want it to be I think like? It, go ahead. I was just gonna. I think it needs to be some like really cantankerous old lady. I'm down with like, that. Who's like you know the image like the like seventy year old smoking diner waitress, mm-hmm. like gruff and old and cranky and surly, but she serves us coffee and knows we may have helped her out at some point or something in the past let's make her a dwarf I like that for a chain smoking cranky old lady 
What are we yes. naming her? Let's name her Skonda. S-K-O-N-D-A. Skonda. She's officially going down in the notes as old hag. So. <laughs> I think occasionally it just slips out when we're trying to get more coffee. Hey, old hag. I mean, uh, Skonda. Sorry. <laughs> we just call her old hag to her face. She doesn't care. Well, she. I'm sure she fires right back with something equally derogatory, like twig, and yeah. you know, plate. <laughs> or uh, big Roomba tin can. <laughs> All right, so it's five a.m. You guys heading to the hashed out? Oh, we're going to hashed out for going sure. To hashed out. All right, so you guys roll up, reeking of fire and magma, and well, wits at least, a little bit of sweat and fear from nearly meeting the ground. Um. You roll up, there's a breakfast time crew of humanoids about to go head out to a better district to work. Um, but the never any hash browns attract a lot of people with a big appetite. So I'm thinking bugbears, I'm thinking dwarves, I'm thinking anyone large that needs a homely crew. We've got a Rapunzel Tavern crew. <laughs> you know, prone to breaking into song, but mostly. Do we sit at booths or do we sit at the counter? Uh, I think booths line the window and the counter is where you guys normally sit. I think unless you have business to discuss amongst yourselves. Yeah, I think when I think casual dining counter, business booth. And we've got business tonight, today. This morning, you guys. Yeah, so (laughs) Skanda waves you over. There are a couple booths open. She points you one in the corner and goes, "Yeah, have a good chat." Be by in a minute with some coffee and hash browns. Do you guys need anything else? Just your, just your smiling face there, Skanda. Right. You may need shiny boy there to hit me with some of that cure <clears throat> uh, disease again. My throat is not. They say it's anything for you, sweet, sweet Skanda. <laughs> say Skanda has a I think we have to flirt outrageously with Skanda. You do too. Oh, I think you do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. So, and yeah. Wits has a Wits has a sneaking suspicion that every time you cure her, cure her of diseases, it's an STD. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give me an insight check. <laughs> get get a read on Skanda. Hmm. First, oh, Skanda's my new favorite character already. <laughs> Can we play Skanda instead? <laughs> it's a diner simulator now. You know, I'd be okay with that game. Um, but for now, no, Skanda is... Yeah, it's not... Well, okay, so the first couple were definitely in STD. <laughs> um, but now she's been spending too much time with the prep cook. Yeah. Dating a Warforged half her age is not appropriate. Hmm. Just, just getting some, you know, rust and abrasion. She lost yeah. in places she didn't even know she could. Yeah, not supposed to go there. Hey, uh, you, you know the drill. Two coffees, a couple of hash browns. You're yeah. smiling face there, Skanda. Yeah, you flatter. She looks grumpy, but there's, yeah, she likes being called pretty. 
Um, yeah, so Skanda and her like, massive white hair up in braids uh, and her kind of shabby uniform with an apron shuffles back and starts calls out that oh, I want the diner language to do it. Uh, it's okay. Later, next time. Dude, I am so outrageously excited about this new place we've created. Because, <laughs> like, this is where we get to hash out and just, like, have real conversations between hash us. Hash out. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> it works on so many levels. I know. I love it. <laughs> where love we just it. have, we have, this is where we're going to talk like talk about the case like we normally would, but we do it in character voices in, like, a diner. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's perfect. Yes, it is perfect. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, in a few minutes, your plate of hash browns with one egg on it for wits, because he was the better foot this morning, arrives. Um, <laughs> that is totally a thing, like by the way. Too. It's a competition every morning. Oh, Who gets competition, the egg? A competition you almost always lose, Tin Boy. Oh, yeah. Every time. That silver-tongued devil. <sighs> Smooth-talking. Um, when he wants to be. He raises, yeah. Wits raises an eyebrow at, uh, at Skanda there. I'm like, kind of like, okay. You look like you had a rough night. You need some protein. Some flesh on those bones. Shoulders hey, listen, not really broad enough. Listen, Skanda, can I ask you a question here? If I, what is it, uh, Twiggy? If I come in tomorrow with a colander on my head, you think I can get that egg? <laughs> well, I don't think your buddy will fan- be fancy making it into a colander, but we could certainly use one in the back. <laughs> Get out of here, you old hag. We got business. Piece of junk. Come in here, flatter an old woman until you get your egg. Just she mutters. She doesn't even doesn't even acknowledge it. Just keeps talking and walks away. Small chimney as she goes through another little rolled up cigarette. So yeah, you guys are settled into the hashed out. Uh, a little bloody, a little worse for wear. It was a rough night. Hmm. And people found you there that might be bad people found us the methods did you were placed near the scene of the crime twice I think and you were on your way in and waved to the guard over at the house Kundark did do that, didn't we? <laughs> you absolutely did. Actions had consequences. Sense. <laughs> you guys can, you guys can do whatever you want. I am keeping track of what you do. <laughs> a a uh, sevens. You know when we we uh, we went into that that their big warehouse. You think that guy saw us? Saw us. No, there's no way you could see us. We were practically invisible, and he's like mumbling around a mouthful of hash browns. You told him good morning. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> we got about that. We're not very good at this. Yeah, you guys are fine. It's fine. What are a? Hey, uh, what are the odds you think he thinks we think uh, we blew that their warehouse up? Huh? I think that's a lot of thought for yeah it's early yeah it's early okay here's let's talk about what we know here sevens let's talk about what we know what we know uh what's going on what what happened what just the facts man 
Let's take it back. Let's take it back to the beginning here, huh? Oh God! Now I'm. Well, I was a young. I was a young Warforged. Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so glad you asked. <laughs> All right. Well, no, I actually don't remember my past. But you've I been know, writing but... a thrilling musical rendition of it in your spare time. I have been an idealized version. You came off the assembly line and needed to prove yourself. You were mass produced. New sevens. I told you I'd proofread it. Listen, let's just. All right, let's take it back to the beginning here. Eh? Well, we know. Well, we know. We got a big hoity-toity up in government, huh? He's got. He's got a scroll. Maybe don't paint him in the best light. We've got an artist we need to track down. Don't know who. Painted that there scroll. We've got a man named Henschel. He's in jail. We put him there, huh? Yeah, that was good times. Uh, you, did I remember that time you got shot? Uh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Gonna have to narrow it down. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> remember that time you got shot? No, actually. <laughs> uh, that's right, the memory. That's my bad. <laughs> so we got this guy, Henschel. Huh? He was the director. He probably knows the artist guy. He's at. He's to task to the Drask, I believe. That's what you think. He's in task to the Drask. He doesn't want to talk to us. The Drask apparently are scarier to him. If we keep him in jail for three days, he's going to cooperate with us. He's going to be. Which, I think, as we are getting better at this private eye thing, I think it's been three days. Probably should pay him a visit, huh? I think we've got some leverage on him, too. We delivered a note from him to a bartender. The bartender turns out not maybe the biggest crime boss in the city. He's into some nefarious shit, but we did burn up all his stuff, so. Which was a true shame. It was all the stuff that was delivered that day. All the stuff that was I, delivered that day. We forgot I, to bring the marshmallows. I can't emphasize it enough. You guys literally just looked at the crates out back and were like, it's there! <laughs> <laughs> now I think... And hear me out, Sevens. I've got some intuition about this. I don't think this dragon mask is particularly related to the Henschel situation. I think we got two cases going on. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I think the thing that Henschel said not to move may have been the mask. Man, I need a better voice. That sucks. (laughs) Because mine's better. Because <laughs> like, yours is better. Need to get you to do better. Need to get you channeling some like original dragnet. Like, like just the facts, man. Like I feel like yeah. that's <laughs> that's straight up cop. You just talk like RoboCop. <laughs> that is an option. Uh, I wouldn't know. I've never seen RoboCop. I so. actually seriously seriously yeah. I've seen the new one, this which is funny, I'm not proud of. This is funny, because I game with two guys from Detroit, and they make everything RoboCop. Mm. <laughs> like, like, we're coming up with settings, it's all RoboCop. It's all dystopian, Detroit. I've, uh, I've tried to catch up on shitty 80s sci-fi movies. I watched Dune, which I guess is a 70s movie. But still. I need to watch... Uh, my barber recommends shitty 80s sci-fi movies, so I need to watch Escape from New York and L.A., apparently. Don't bother with L.A., but New York. Okay. L.A. is just... To try and do Escape from New York ten years later with, I think, surfing. (laughs) It's still Escape from New York. It's the exact same plot. Awesome. It's terrible. Um, Let's see. Yeah. 
So, hoity-toity with the scroll. <clears throat> right, so I think... discovered the liquor export, or import. Mm, hey. Lazar Principalities. Yeah, so don't, uh, don't... Hey, don't color my words wrong, man. I think... I think the dragon shit, and I think the Henschel shit, I think at the very top it does connect, but I think for the purposes of this here job right now, I think we gotta treat them as separate happenstances, you know? No, I don't know, but that's what you're here for. I just break things. And eat hash browns. And eat hash browns. Like, I see it as like a mechanical... Like, not even chewing. Just... Porking it down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuel all that body. It is. Uh, it has been. It is the the third day, or been three days. The Henschel's been in jail. Uh, this is tomorrow. Is the third day, so you're going into the second day. You guys have been busy. Okay. So we still got still got one night, and then it's the third day when you think Henschel and Frankie, the shaky guy that you guys took in as well will be able to be willing to talk and I took so I've taken I still have the journal on my person the journal with the emerald dragon claw on it I took that to Harvey beforehand and he said make I should write down better notes is what I should do he (laughs) I wrote down make group Uh, <laughs> colon, Kerner, Kernerk, Kernerak, Kernak, and then I, I just wrote down "love it." <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's Kernak, K E R N Karnak, Karnak. That was the one City? I couldn't remember before. They, yeah, uh, state, nation, state. It's a kingdom. One of the five that split up. They are one of the largest and the most militaristic. Okay. Um, they also relied heavily on controlled undead used as shock troops and cannon fodder. Boy, I uh, tell you right now, Sevens, if this whole thing that we're embroiled in, if this whole thing ends up with some great big undead invasion of this city, I am going to be not happy about it. Did <laughs> I do that? No. <laughs> Listen, I know how they, like sometimes you read a good book, you know, and the look, characters, they look, don't I, see what's happening. I have a vermin type campaign in the hopper. It's going to happen. But it'll be rats, not undead. Okay. Where's your sense of adventure, Wits? Do we know. Okay. How far away is Karnak? Uh, a couple days by lightning rail. Okay, so that's not an option right now. Um, mm, totally is, but mm, you miss your date with when they let Henschel out. Yes, I don't think we're ready to leave the city by any means. No. We need to find, I think, I think what we need to find us here, Sevens, I think what we need to find us is More a church. <laughs> no, that was Skanda. Skanda comes back and goes, fine. Skanda. <laughs> Puts it down in front of you and clatters, just walks off. I, you're my favorite dwarf. You look older every day. <laughs> you're both terrible. <laughs> I think what we need to find us, Sevens, if you will indulge me, is somebody who can interpret this here dragon paraphernalia. Either a cult or one of them churches. Something. Who do we know? 
Who else do we know? Who do we know? <clears throat> what cultists do you know? Give me charisma checks. Also, my accent has gone less accent and more just vernaculars. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that is fine. Eight. Hey, I'm good at these. I got an eight. Oh, but I still rolled a nine. <laughs> which is not okay. Right. We just stare so... at each other in awkward silence. So you go, hmm, someone with the sovereign host? Might not. Sovereign host. They are the, uh, one of the major religions. Almost everyone in this nation worships them, but it's kind of low-key. It's not... Oh, so it's like a pantheon. It's kind of like lapsed Catholicism. Um, yeah, it's a pantheon of... I want to say eight? Is there a sect that I may have helped? Is there a sect that is made up of changelings that we would have some sort of camaraderie with, i.e. like Irish Catholic? So, changelings... So... I'm sorry. The Sovereign Host is seven. The flip side of the Sovereign Host are the Dark Six. Yep. <laughs> That's a gun. This is canon. Um, one of the Dark Six is called the Traveler, and he's kind of the patron of change and development and favors changelings especially. And a lot of folks don't think of him as bad. He is he's kind of middling, kind of middle-of-the-road trickster about people getting their comeuppance deception. Um, so while someone from like the pan the, the church organization of the sovereign host might know a little bit. So they're gonna look twice at a changeling. Okay. And go, wait a second. Maybe not. But uh if you wanted help, you might have to seek it from the shadier side of the street. When it from comes the dark to religion. Six. Yeah, from is, the trap. Not the is, entire dark six. Not the devourer. So are there like shrines or temples or churches to the traveler? Yeah. There, is, um, is he a person or does he have like emissaries? So more of an idea. Religion is pretty removed here. It's not as direct in person. It's not like Forgotten Realms where people literally talk to God all the time. But there is rumored to be a group associated with the tyrants, who are information brokers, dealers, changelings, doppelgangers, all the all the spy and info brokers. They worship the Dark Six. And the Traveler especially. The other ones, the Devourer, the Fury, the Keeper, the Mockery, the Shadow, are all kind of dark. And you will not find a shrine to them in public anywhere in civilization. But in private, you might. Uh, Sovereign Host, much more prominent. Those guys hang out everywhere. They've got sort of all the virtues covered. Well, uh... Seven, you know I'm not a particularly religious fella, but... Think, don't think we're gonna avoid it anymore. I think we uh, got to pay a visit to uh, to the traveler. I think you might be right. Which would be where? Ah, great question. Give me. Uh, 
intelligence, maybe add either history or religion to it, if you got them. Skills, history, intelligence, 21. Boom. I'm not even going to roll. Fuck yeah, you're not. <laughs> no, you should. I don't want to show off how stupid I am. It's not a competition. You guys are covering it up. You're covering the spread. You'd think I'd be good at religion being a uh, cleric. Paladin, uh, but you know, paladin of a, some that's a big minus ancients. one on that modifier. Ooh, hot damn! All right, so yeah, um, so you're seeking out uh, a shrine of the traveler or people who worship the traveler to find out what exactly. I want to talk to what I would perceive as somebody who has a connection to the traveler. So, like the head priest of a local chapter. Oh, there's no... There is no organized structure around the Dark Six in town. Is there, like, a soothsayer or, like, an oracle that people, like, whisper about? Not around here. Um, you might, might be able to find someone who has, like, in their basement a wine cellar. Like, uh, a shrine set up to the traveler. But it is. So it's oh, pretty it's, underground. It's real underground. Folks from Droam, folks from the Monster Nation, folks from Drask, they tend to worship the Dark Six a little more openly. Especially the Devourer and the Fury. They see their uh, inhuman gifts, like the, the fangs of a gnoll or the strength of a, an ogre, as blessings from the Dark Six. There's a Drask I... contingent in town, though, right? Oh, yeah. In the Kennels. So I, I want to look at wits, and I look over and I go, I have an idea. And I don't, I don't say that often. But, uh, <laughs> what if we check often. out these, these kennels that we've heard about? They're kind of a seedy, shady place. And, uh, I bet we can find some villainous folk down there. And, uh, they may know a hookup where we can find something out about the Traveler as well. So maybe we can kill two birds with one stone. You feel comfortable going into the kennels like that? Like, like this, fully armored? Like, just or, you know, in general? I don't see what choice we have. I don't know what else we would do. Oh, you guys have choices. <laughs> Broken mirror and others, information brokers. We find something out there. Could we could it. leave in the dead of night and no longer be private eyes. <laughs> you, you could. You could also flee the city because you've been join a band of perhaps identified at the scene of a major arson. Yeah, but we just got we got the safe and we got the breakfast place. Uh, so I think I think before you just got wanna, the breakfast I place. Retcon, retcon <laughs> this before we went into the breakfast place between leaving the warehouse fire and the breakfast place. I want to have changed my form down to minimal armor so I That's don't fine. look as conspicuous or recognizable as the Warforged was. I'm fine with that. I'm going to basically count getting breakfast as a short rest unless you guys go long, in which case it'll be a long rest. Yeah, so if we you do. Want to spend, hit, die to recover hit points. I do want to take, I think, one. Okay, I think here's what we do, Sevens, huh? I'm listening. One, we take the day off. It's been a long couple of days, huh? Oh, God. I'm going to go back to the office. I'll do some mundane paperwork. Anyway, we just get a good, nice, long rest. I'll, I'll, I'll say, Sevens, you don't sleep. No, I do not. I just... This is me fit. in canon saying we have a long rest so we can get our hit points back. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and you know what? For for this setting, eight hours is too long for right. a long rest. So I'm going to say four. We're going to shorten a short rest to ten minutes. We're going to shorten a long rest to four minutes. Okay. 
just for we, the uh, purposes. You guys take the morning, you take it slow, you go nap. Yeah, let's go you back to the office. Off the hash we'll catch up on so some paperwork. You can play with that asinine bird of yours. Don't you besmirch Mo. Mo. Mo is a Mo is angel. an important important member of your investigatory With team. With his own hopes and dreams. Like, I'll tell you this one more time. If I go back to my desk and Mo has shit on my desk. <laughs> I'm kicking that bird out of the place, huh? You wouldn't dare. You know you love him. It, it doesn't matter. It's really, no. <laughs> There's no love lost. Mo is an annoyance. <laughs> so we can't do, do a great Yago, but I can do a pretty damn good... <laughs> We catch up on some paperwork. I already go I, sunshine. Sunshine. I go over and I like I scratch Mo's cheeks and I go, "Don't you listen to him? He doesn't mean it." I, was, I love you. you. I whisper little sweet nothings to Mo. Mo I talks. can touch you all day long. Mo is sentient, is he? <laughs> Mo is a parrot. <laughs> What's the most variable or five hundred words? Oh God! <laughs> I'm making it up. Uh, so we're back at the office. We're doing some paperwork. It's about noon. You have a you have a long rest equivalent. We can I am play. going to reset those hit points. Oof. And you know what? Be... Go to level four. This is a good time oh. to do so. Yeah, baby. I get that step I will level up after this session. So, where are you going from the diner? Back to the office. You take a rest. Full hit points. Full hit points. Um, I feel. So much stronger all of a sudden. Like, I we, worked out last night. Are you still um, armored down? Sevens? I am currently armored down. Okay. I feel like when I'm in the office, I'm armored down. That's I'm, fine. And that's, it's that's casual fine. Friday in the office. He has a robe he puts on. <laughs> Slippers. Maybe. I don't know. It's like this is this is how humans are comfortable, right? Don't this don't quite get it, do. but okay. <laughs> Wits definitely does the thing when he d- takes care of his paperwork, at which he is lax at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, he leans back in his chair, he puts a hat over his face, and he just sleeps. Mm-hmm. That's how Wits totally spends his that. time in the office. Yeah. yeah. And I think I definitely tell Mo to like go over and occasionally take a poop on top of Wits' hat. <laughs> well, the, the problem is the paperwork's built up to such a level, it's too similar to the like broadsheets that are lining the bottom of Mo's cage. <laughs> It's, it's it's the same thing. He doesn't care. It's a bird. That's right. It's just doesn't even know the difference because someone's a filthy slob. <laughs> hey, I think I also think that uh, Seven's like little section of the office is immaculate. Oh, ten thousand like, percent. Oh yeah, it's like, just everything is in order and, and in place. And, and any yeah. public or shared space, there is a confined chaotic mess where you have been specifically told do not touch anything. <laughs> do it so we didn't require we didn't get any valuable loot since we've been out of the office right not really i mean you guys got paid last time which was great right but, but we don't have anything new to put in the safe not really no you you the the methods chased you guys off the ma demons everything burned up you guys did pick mask. up a couple things you picked up the the diary you picked up, I think, some gold, too, in the vault. Is that right? Did we? Pretty sure we did, like, a small treasure trove. Oh, we might have. In where? Uh, from in the, the vault in the warehouse. 
in the warehouse in the little office area. I did not write anything down for that. That's fine. We can do that later. But let's say, yeah, you guys have another 100 gold. Um, Wits spends the rest of the afternoon stocking up on alcohol, stocking up on... I'm going to restock my herbalist's kit. That's fine. Uh, um, for some fancy... See if I see any fancy new herbs there that I could uh, use to, like, whip up some new potions or... I feel like Seven's constantly... I don't know if he buys, but he constantly goes to, like, the trinkets uh, shop and tries to, like, just, like, plays with them. I like to line them all up on my console. And, yeah, uh, a bunch of little gizmos. You got one that looks like a war forge, but it's a little bobblehead. He has a bunch of those little like perpetual motion things and yeah. little like puzzly like the, like the dipping bird. Except it's a dragon. The dipping dragon, ring, like puzzle toy kind of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. like little dipping bird. Like and those are just all over his desk. Anything to keep his mind busy while everyone else is sleeping. <clears throat> so I always is looking for new trinkets. Uh, restocking my herbalist kit. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's uh, not a problem. Um, yeah, you might want to shine. I keep forgetting I have this long sword of warning that's supposed to warn me when danger approaches. It is supposed to warn you when danger approaches. Whoops. Magical items. You know, it's kind of like Mo. He chose up when it's needed. Um, so yeah, you guys hit the market in the afternoon. And you're... So there are two roads here. Someone give me a D2. Um... I feel like Wits is also, that's all you, Wits is also um, fairly obsessed with his appearance, so I feel like he does spend a fair amount of time clothes shopping. That's totally fair, but I'm pretty sure you can, don't you can, let me double check. My clothes don't change. My clothes don't change. So you you are basically shopping for multiple people and personalities and personas. Oh, that's so good. I was just saying he's a narcissist, but that totally fits as a character choice as well. Uh, you can still be a narcissist and have a need for multiple sets of clothes. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes he doesn't necessarily need a different outfit as a different persona, he but he it. has he them. Yeah. So, plenty of fancy clothes. Um, so, yeah, say uh, five gold spent on restocking both of you guys. 145 each. Yeah, so you guys are in the marketplace, browsing around. There's vendors from all over... All kinds of um, products and goods, variety of languages spoken. This is the this is the diverse marketplace, for lack of a better word. Uh, you can probably find anything you want that is legal here. But as you turn a corner, Sevens, there's another Warforge uh, about your height who looks at you, gives a start as he recognizes you, and. Sp- Rinse off into the crowd. What do you do? Oh man, I think I think I would just yell, "Hey, wait!" And I think that's that's it. Uh, I don't I don't think I would be prepared enough to do anything else. Okay, because I, I would not have recognized him. It, he doesn't get very far, is the thing. He's I. He's, would if there like are there a lot of people around? Oh, tons, like, tons of people around. On him? Yeah, he's there are a lot of people around. He's not far away. This is not this is not a chase because it doesn't take him long to trip over his own feet and go tumbling headfirst into a stand of cabbages. 
My cabbages. Oh it's my too God. easy. It's too easy. It's, <laughs> for the fence. it's too easy. Um, you really yeah. just threw that one over the plate, huh? So this <laughs> this poor warforged. He's he's not armored up. He's in that you know low armor state. He's looks almost exactly like sevens in build and manufacture. Um, different mm-hmm. marking on his head and slightly different markings on his shoulder, which is exposed. Yeah, I uh, I want to run up to him then. Um, yeah, you you run up to him. He cowers away from you as if he's terrified of you. I look at him and I go, "Why did you run? Don't hurt me! Don't don't hurt me! Please! Why? Why, Why would I hurt you? You're who are you? You see on his shoulder. It looks like it's partially been sanded out, but like the battalion mark is exactly the same as yours was. But underneath, instead of a pair of sevens, there's a one three. And he goes, no, just don't hurt me. It was, I didn't know you were here. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go. And he starts no, scrambling I, and I, trying I to run. I fucking grab him and I stand him up. It's not hard. Go, he is for for all of the manufacturing that's the same as you. He's kind of awkward, scrawny, pretty easy. To just like a like an emaciated warforged. Yeah, like he hasn't been. Be like he hasn't been building up his muscles enough, or perhaps it's been. Taking substances, well, training, that, training them vines. Taking substances that might have affected his constitution score. I no, I stand him up and I grab him so he can't leave. Yeah, and I go snap out of it. Who are you? I'm not going to hurt you. Look, seventy-seven. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. How do you know me? Uh, he his jaw drops, and we came from the same fort. We were in the same battalion. I, I was no there when you killed any them. Any of that? When what? Like I want to ask, like you when, are seventy-seven, right? Yeah, sevens. That's me. You never won by sevens. You're always lieutenant or seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. I have no. Because you were the lucky I was one. A lieutenant. I was, I was. Well, I was lucky. They called me lucky. Lucky thirteen. We called you well, commander. Until you killed us all. I kind of just drop him. Yeah, like he's in shock. He backs up against the booth, like shimmies backwards on his hands, and looks up at you, like looks around, looking for a place to escape, but he's not quite able to find an opening as a crowd is kind of formed around you guys. Wits, what are you I doing? Kinda... Sorry, Zach. Uh, Wits is. In a clothes store shopping for a nice leather boa. He is a woman currently. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Totally appropriate. A, a leather boa? Just like, no, like Isn't a fluffy, a like red boa. Belt? A fluffy red boa. Yeah, totally. Um, yes, you find the entertainer shop, costuming, accessories, and more, um, where they sell basically hand me down props from the local theater. And it's not so much a shop as like a booth. It's an open booth. It's a bazaar. It's a. Red. Red. It's a series of indoor connected shops by a common walkway. Oh, God, you're in a mall. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thought they all went out of business. I feel like appropriate for wits, though. But yeah. So you, yeah, you're uh, appearing as a woman and shopping for clothes that fit that body and collecting a boa. And there's a commotion outside, and you see sevens standing over a war force that looks. Really, really, really exactly like him. 
I I want to look down at this guy and I go, what do you mean killed us all? Give me an insight check. You. That's gonna be a tw- nat twenty. Good God. Twenty three total. Good God, man. Okay. I'm insightful so, as fuck. Good palace. Weird because you don't have any memories. So. <laughs> you know, that doesn't mean he can't read body language, especially in a warforge right. that looks exactly like him. I know him like the back of my hand. Yeah, because that's where the button that pops your hand off is. <laughs> when you need to change it out for the permanent, you know, sword fixing, or in your right. case, the the chest kit or the 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 flute. Whenever I find my permanent arm sword, you know. There's a shop around the corner. Might have to happen. Just saying. Makes it really hard to open doors and climb and catch ropes. <clears throat> I do enjoy the versatility of having opposable thumbs. But there's nothing better for standing on a charge of stampeding zombies. So, yeah, 13 is, is like, you took us to the square. And that's, and then you screamed. And then the, the cloud square. came and killed what are you talking about? It's on the north side of Seer. It was in... Was it the other end of the that that Kyber hole? On the, edge of, on the edge of Seer. I look at him and I go, 13, I'm going to be straight. I've lost my memory. I'm not that person anymore. But you're commander. You're... I am not that person anymore. You can't just wipe it away, what you did. People died. Yeah, people die. That's that's life. But I have no memory of any of it, and I cannot be responsible for that right now. So you're not going to kill me? No, I'm not going to kill you. Stand up, man. You, you promise? Act like a warforged. You, you, you promise on on number one? I that that name means nothing to me. But I I I haul him up. I'm t- a warforged should never be sniveling. We are. Many things, but sniveling and groveling is not wow. one of them. And I haul him up. I didn't and, expect um, that kind of, you know, uh, racial identity <laughs> backbone coming in. We got some identity <laughs> politics at play. This is... Yeah, yeah we are, you, you we haul him up. He is machines with no equal. And that. We're not sniveling cowards. And this guy is covered in cabbage, shaking slightly, uh, much thinner than you are. His wooden pieces are definitely not visible. Metal plating is definitely snug. He is um, delicate. I, uh, but other 13. than that, same. You look like hell. Fit. What has happened to you? It's not. Look, uh, you, you do what you need to get by, and then you do the other job because humans are asleep, and then you do the third job if you really need the money. And sometimes you really need the money. For what? What could you possibly need money for? This is where your insight check comes in. Because the next thing he tells you is a lie. I'm starting an orphanage. I think I think Seven's just <laughs> busts up laughing. <laughs> oh yeah, there's it's an kind orphanage. of it's kind, it's kind of an orphanage. It's for Warforged without a purpose. And it, I put my arm. On his, and my hand on his shoulder, and I squeeze just a little too tight. He flinches. So try again. He flinches hard. Um, not not trying again. It's, it's I need the money for what? And be honest this time. I will know if you're lying. 
You always did. And I always will. Yeah, he punches you in the kidney and runs. <laughs> what a dick! You pulled him in close. What You're like, dick! I got him right here. I was like, I always will. And he was terrified of you. <laughs> so yeah, he, he punches you in the kidney, trips you, and runs. <laughs> All right. I didn't know Warforge had kidneys. Well, there's a weak, there's a nerve cluster. He punched him in the collection filters pan. out all the toxins I drink. Yeah. See, you know, filters the oil. It's the oil filter. <laughs> it's the oil filter. <laughs> they're the oil they're filter. wood and metal. Wood and metal. So they're natural <laughs> oils. Uh, essential oils, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he hits you right below that back plate uh, in the soft spot, and you go down on one knee, and he bolts into the crowd. I try to keep an eye on where he goes, but I certainly just let him run. Yeah, he's... I'm not chasing after him. You certainly could. He's clumsy. Yeah, no, I feel bad for him. Lucky Uh, was a derogatory nickname. Yeah, it because it it always is another another <laughs> like he he gets halfway down the block you can't see him anymore for the crowd but all of a sudden there's like a puff of giant I don't know cabbage yeah, more cabbages just shooting into the air from another cart <laughs> as he stumbles into it his vegetable accidents we're gonna call it that but yeah lucky thirteen got away wits you have purchased your boa. And a number of other very fine and fancy items in a variety <laughs> of costumey and non-costumey. Um, I'm going to say that. You already have advantage on things, but anytime you need a prop, just go for it. Cool. Um, yeah. Sevens, what do, you, what do you do now? What do you guys that do? Took, that took place uh, like right outside this shop, right? Yeah, within your shop. Do we have a way? Have we... Has have Seven and I devised a way? Have we bonded telepathically yet? <laughs> <laughs> when I change appearance, how does he know I'm me? There's a hand sign. I think we we do the whole uh, nose tap. <laughs> the, like I put a finger to my nose, or you put a finger to your nose, and I. No, no, it, it would be Seven's going. Where are you? Finger in the nose, or or even just maybe a fist on the chest, just like they do in in was that the Sting. Something like that. Some some sort of like uh, finger to the side of the nose or a, a signal that gets mimicked and mirrored and helps you guys recognize. Um, though you could purchase speaking stones, which allow for basically cell phones. But okay. well, I kind of I kind of wanted him to always know who I am, but I think there could be some funny moments where he doesn't know who I am if I don't oh, give him I the think, signal. I think there should be. I think uh, that's just... Yeah. Anyway... Wits, as a woman, walks out of the shop and he just stands next to Sevens and goes, or she, rather, uh, friend of yours? Do I? So I look at this, this, uh, cabbage mess. Female and this cabbage mess. Do I, do I recognize Wits? Like, I recognize body language. Give me a perception so I reckon, check. Oh, I, I think. recognize, like, the way Wits is standing. You yeah, know? I thought it would just be assumed that you would know when I spoke to you. I then, wasn't then, to, like, then we'll deceive. assume. Then we'll assume, unless okay. you actively say I don't get the yeah, signal. Unless you're trying to disguise, or I don't use the code yeah. word and hand sign. I guess that'd be funnier if I was a woman. and I just use his actual voice, right? I just, go, <laughs> I just walk up to I him as like a woman, that. like an attractive, very attractive woman. I just go, "Hey, uh, friend of yours." That gets some looks from nearby. 
So you go, might uh, not want to do that too much. <laughs> but yeah, you like it though. <laughs> oh, what's the oh the the Muppets roll call in Muppet Treasure Island? Big ugly baby face. I'm <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, big ugly yeah. hairy baby eating O'Brien, and baby, it's a beautiful yeah, woman that walks on, and the voice is just. Yes. Hi. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts. I love that movie. Um, but yes, so yeah. Big you, fat, you ugly show baby up. face. Big fat, ugly baby. baby. Big fat, yeah, ugly baby eating. God, I'm going to watch it. Something face baby eating O'Brien. Yeah. But yeah, so. Friend, friend of I don't yours? Think, I don't think I tell Wits anything. I think I look at him and I go, are you done shopping? I don't know. You tell me, and I like model the boa form. Uh, say, uh, uh, oh yeah, it's, it's good very look. flattering. Now let's, yeah. let's get out of here. Eyes to yourself, big man. Let's get out of here, and I hit him on the butt. Her <laughs> on the butt. We have got to develop a more professional working relationship. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna have to take it up with HR, which means Mo. <laughs> <laughs> And, and Mo will generally take seven slides, seven speed. That's right. Right. So shopping trip over. I think that kills the the afternoon, right? Oh, pretty much. You guys are getting back to the office around dusk. Uh, you've got clothes. Have you changed back at all, Wits? Or are you still? Yeah, I'm back to Wits. Okay. So yeah, you've got a, a shopping bag full of fancy clothes and not so fancy clothes. And sevens, your herbalism kits resupplied. But that was, no. How... How are you feeling about seeing someone who knew you before? Sevens is conflicted. Because Sevens, especially after the way 13 kind of made it sound, is not entirely sure he wants to remember his past. Like, Given. he's pretty content doing what he's doing now. And uh, if he was a dick before, he may not possibly want to remember that i mean being in command doesn't automatically make you a dick but but he was terrified of me yeah he was scared he and thought he was going not to die the persona that sevens wants to embody now okay does sevens is he like showing is he like melancholy or sullen give me a perception or insight insight i think with this skills insight wisdom 10 boy howdy so <laughs> Wits has no interpersonal skills. I have no skills. I haven't rolled well this entire fucking so campaign. Kind of built you for that. Oh. Um, so sevens, do you want to hide your feelings about this? Yeah, I don't want to tell Wits yet. Give me a I'm deception check. Wits. This might level the playing field a bit. Or it might be exactly the same. Exactly the same. That's a big ten. Ty goes to the dungeon master. Something is bothering sevens. But he really does not want to talk about it. Yeah, and Wits, he's not the kind of guy that would... affect his performance on the job. Wits isn't the kind of guy that would normally ask about his feelings anyway, even if he saw something was clearly wrong. He's also the kind of guy that... He doesn't trust many people at all, but like Sevens, he does. He would definitely give him some leeway, some time, even if he saw his performance being negatively affected. He would definitely let I, him work it out for a and while. I think that's why Sevens works for slash with Wits. Like, yeah. Sevens knows that Wits is not going to harass him about some shit. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, like, uh, that's your shit. I got my shit. We both got our yeah, shit. Yeah, like I understand that like Wits has some shit too. And I, I don't need to know. All right. Sometimes, all the time. 
both of you please give me perception checks we're doing a whole mexican standoff here between our, our between our emotional <laughs> states our this is this isn't about your feelings this is about that's an 11 other people's feelings 16 16 yeah the ooh, are, i got the drop on you traffic is a little mm, that that was a knoll okay that, that's not usual for this side of town there were three guys on the corner there might not be a good time to go back up the stairs to the office Aren't we down the stairs to the Do office? You guys are so we're... on the street heading towards the building. I need to fully narrate these scenes. And you're noticing I... more and more as you head towards the office that people from rival gangs are. Like there's some out of like there are some people. There are some Drask, like clear Drask followers in number on these blocks around your office hmm. on the north side here. Do I notice them, or does just wits notice them? Just wits. You're 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 focused in. And I just keep. Yeah, I just keep lumbering. Like on. I don't have emotions. Lost I have made of metal and wood. Don't have emotions. Shouldn't feel. Where bad are about they? This. Where are they? And where are we in relation to Harvey's shop? So Harvey's shop, if you'll remember, was kind of down here on the other side of the bridge. And you guys are coming down from the elevator over here so you could duck down past the bridge which is that open square with a collapsed bridge in it and sort of the east east side west side divide or you could i suppose try and get to the office but people looking people are looking for sevens specifically hmm. yeah we're gonna walk hey um sevens you know i could you uh i could use a drink what about you why don't we take a visit to old cricks huh I kind of like shake my head out of a reverie and uh, go, yeah, no, that's that. That sounds great. Let's let's go get a drink. I need to uh, hide this bag. Is there an alleyway near us? There is, but nothing you leave there will be there. Do I? You guys had a bag of holding, didn't you? Canonically, do I have like a little chest cavity I can open and close to keep stuff in? Yeah, because that's what Mo was living sure. in. Is that canon? Is that a fun little ability I have? I'm okay with it. I I'm gonna say we I'm gonna say we incorporated a bag of holding into your superstructure at some point. So you are okay. a walking smugglers. You're a TARDIS. Dig it. I am a TARDIS. Be, the dimensions be of the time TARDIS. and space mean nothing to me. Okay, time. Space I, space doesn't mean anything. Time. I grab the bag from wits and I just it's, I put it in my in my yeah. All right. In my chest cavity, and I close it back up, and I go. Because I remember giving you guys a bag of holding after the after the the thing, because there was like garbage in it. No, that's a different thing. Never mind. Moving on. I I do not remember. I do not recall getting a bag. Of holding. I'm gonna say I don't either, but it's now in your chest. So we're but going if you're with gonna it. canonically gift yeah, it to I'm us, not... I will not also turn it down. Correct. I'm yeah. I'm gonna say that you part of or restructuring your armor was incorporating that. Maybe that was one of the shops you went by. And it's just... an old bag of holding from the military. It's like standard issue to the soldiers, and we just have it. It's it's too nice. You guys picked it up somewhere along the way. That's a story. That that needs to be a yeah. That needs to be a uh, recall at some point. All right. So you guys are trying to make it without being noticed to old cricks. And I am not in the same. I'm still in my minimal form. Yeah. I have changed which back, which is not great. For you know, encountering you know. things of, yeah, Still yeah, I've changed back to wits. 
Yeah. How's that going for you? It's like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, he's like, he's, he's wits. He's back to his normal clothes. He no longer has um, the clothes that would indicate he's a changeling. That's why I wanted to get rid of those. Gotcha. Yeah, so you're you're in your trench coat. You're in your hat. It is a very nice hat. Yeah, I'm going to say that, I don't know, Old Crix is kind of over here on the east, east bridge. Is the east bridge the same thing? Yeah, we're going to say it's near the bridge. Um, and yeah, you guys are seeing a lot more Drask on the north side. Either they're here looking for something or there's a gang war about to break out, but probably looking for something. Because like, still... they're stopping Warforged and asking them. Uh, you, you see like groups of gnolls and goblins and one big ogre basically stopping and talking to every Warforged they see. Can we... Because I'm aware of this now, right? Oh, yeah. Wits would have yeah. pointed we... it out. I, I look at Wits and I go, we need to disappear. Got a place? Nope. Oh, you guys have a place? You just got to get there. We got a place in either the warehouse district or the slums, right? The stores well, are I think fallen. the warehouse district is totally off limits to us at this point, <laughs> since we did burn There's... most of it down. That is true. We did, <laughs> we did do that. We did definitely burn a good, healthy chunk of that. So below Lord Lower Dura, it slowly heads into Goblin Ruins and down to the Cogs. Can we, um, you guys would have so, a hold hold. Yeah, again, this is kind of my more lack of just knowledge of that's fine. and this city. Is there some way for us to jump down like a level? Like There are elevators, there are lifts, there are old mine edits. Jumping down a level so, like, is this... doable, but falling damage is real. Yeah, it is. And, and this I... is not a part of the city where there are a lot of uh, air taxis or flying flying vessels or air sleds, things that would easily get you up and down. So down is easy until you hit. So like I I'm I'm just trying to picture this like in my head so I have a good idea of like what I'm walking through. These shops and malls and everything that were like You're out of the walking. shops. You're back down to your sort of bottom street yeah, rainy so, so blade like runner. Street level stuff though. Is gross. that like yeah. What's that look like? Like, how would we? Can we see the levels below us? Can we? Like... It's real dense. You're at the. You're on the inside of a te- of a giant tower. Okay. So a giant. Okay, so it's like we're in. It's like, like you're in the bottom of an arcology. You're in the. Okay. okay. You're in the bottom of Blade Runner. So think of the scene where he's eating ramen, and you've yeah, got like yeah. flashing, crappy magical signs around, advertising all sorts of things. You've got people on the street hustling but trying not to make eye contact. Things are relatively busy because it's daytime, but after night, cops don't come down here. Okay. So um, there are various kinds of Warforged, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Like the look and appearance of yeah. them? Each manufacturing group, they were done in kind of batches, so there is a, there is a look. So I think we have a hideout in the lower city or in a poor district somewhere we can disappear to where a major, like a lot of people wouldn't be registered both for nefarious purposes and the fact that they're just too poor to have been born into the system. Well, so we've got a place there okay. where we can kind of disappear into the masses, like a hideout stash. Yeah. You've got a little, I want say a little bolt hole in the cocks. I want to There's mining down there. It's comfortably hot for most humans. So there are a lot of war that go down there in groups to mine. Yeah. And work. 
I want to go there and disguise seven, mainly change his serial number. Ooh. All right. Give me a deception check with your disguise kit. Give you advantage on it because you have the gear with you. You have all kinds of stuff. 24. Oh, yeah. So sevens is now disguised as what? I like it's. I'm just painting it like over, so I have it like in my hand, and I like I'm about to do it, and then I look up and I just go, uh, "Any preferences or?" Uh, I seven eighty seven. LL. Can I interest you? Hear me now. Can I interest you in eight zero zero eight S? At sevens. Totally wouldn't get it, so we'd go, yeah, sure. That's <laughs> no, 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 it's going to be... Mm, sorry. P3 N15. <laughs> <laughs> we are mature adults ID10T. playing this game. <laughs> That's right. It is, yeah, it is, yeah, for sure that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, are there... I'm uh, totally cool with that, let's do it. <laughs> you are now penis. Um... Yeah. Are the Warforged that come down here to mine, do they look like miners? Do they have, like, coal on them? Are there, is the coloration any different? Um, they come back dirty from work, but they still wash off before going back up. Um, so, okay. no, they're just hardworking Warforged. This is... Yeah, I don't change anything other than the serial number, then. Okay, but this is an uncomfortably warm place for you. It's, this is definitely, like, 30 degrees hotter and up above. Um it's not the safest spot, but it's more sort of an industrial, um, industrial level accidents. There are like smelters and refineries set up. It's fairly open air. A lot of this is built into the original ruins that Sharn was built on. So you're down kind of on top of what could be a very dangerous place. Okay. Um, definitely while I'm drawing a new serial number on sevens, now P3 and one five uh we'll call him penny and <laughs> it's a, he's a new penny on, on penny uh and concentrating on that definitely a, like a profuse amount of sweat happens without mm-hmm. my cognizant knowledge yeah. of it it's just warm yeah it's just warm um so yeah you guys settle into your bolt hole painting's done it's nightfall what do you do tomorrow morning you've got to get up through Lower Dura into the middle districts again to get to the watch headquarters and meet Henschel. Is there gang activity in these lower levels as well? A lot. It's all low-key. Nobody stays down here longer than they have to because other stuff from further down tends to show up at night. Uh, It's not a place you want to stay if you're not in a big group. Where, in relation to us, are the kennels? So the kennels are up in uh, in Lower Dura. So they're going to be not the Old Keep, not Fallen, but it's actually in Calistan. It's kind of on the south end. There's a small tenement. Yeah, I'm going to say it's on the south end. I don't actually remember right now. But I'm going to say well, south end of Calistan before you head to the warehouse district. You don't want to Now that far. we're disguised uh, uh sevens disguises himself to um humanoid male like mid 40s just kind of like you're running human? the mill yeah or humanoid a human i guess okay human yeah 
like mid forties human, like factory worker, middle class. Yeah. Uh, you've got those clothes handy. Um, you pull them out and get dressed and make your haircut a little less handsome and kind of dress yourself down. Give me a deception check with advantage. We'll set this as like a baseline and people have to overcome. 24. Okay. Yeah. You're in great shape. That's pretty good. You guys are no longer what you once were. We got to. So yeah. What are you guys going to do? You are now incredibly well disguised. Let's, we got to, well, if we, our suspicion was if they're looking for sevens and we are now disguised, we can probably hit up the kennel, right? Yeah, you could head into the kennels. Yeah, I think we could do that. I think we could also keep our ears out for any mention of the traveler. You can take your ears out? Well, yeah. (laughs) Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. (laughs) He's got, I thought he's got smooth holes. Smooth, smooth little hole. Like, I think we uh, we make our way quietly to to the kennels, and yeah, good idea. We keep our ears out for the uh, that their traveler fellow. Well, the puppies are away. The well, protagonists are going to go play. Also, also, this is my new voice. I am middle class dad. Middle class dad. <laughs> Welcome, children. I expect a plethora of dad jokes. Let's see what we can do. All right, so you guys, yeah, you. Um, how long do you stay in your in your bolt hole? Do you stay an hour enough to get disguised? Do you stay till like midnight? Do you stay till morning? Enough to be disguised, and if there is a persistent wat, like a persistent patrol when they're here. furthest away from Not us. Not down here, but when you get back up, in response to the the drask being out in force, there are now lots of groups of halflings, some human enforcers, and other folks. Next I think down. if we're gonna stay in that bolt hole for longer than like four hours i would change my form back to like maybe a so that would be the option but that would mean armor. heading back from your bolt hole through the cogs which is dangerous yeah, well after dark i think if we're gonna try and be sneaky i'm gonna stay in my unarmored which has a technical term the dark wood core mode yep. <laughs> oh cool uh, just so, just pull yeah. that gear shift on the back and then it'll I... <laughs> Ah, wits! I can't, I can't reach it. Stuck, stuck. <laughs> stuck. You pull that lever. Been in heavy armor too long. Gotta oil it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're down there long. I think I okay. get in disguise as Penny, and we head out. Yeah, so you guys are in disguise. You're heading up. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, you're heading up on the south side of the stores towards the kennel. And yeah, it's uh, ooh, things are tense. Like. Nobody is out walking for fun anymore. All the inns are very low-key and quiet. All the shutters are shut. There, Every once in a while is a drunk that will stumble out of a door, look at you and go, and run. Uh, everyone is avoiding trouble. You see groups of uh, halflings. You see groups of gnolls and goblins. Like, Territory is up for grabs tonight because of the force that the Drask are putting out into the world. How do you guys do this? How do you guys sneak through this to what is essentially a Drask headquarters? I think getting there, like, I'm not worried about it. I'm a fucking warforged. Um, I know you're not worried about it, but I want to know how you do it. I think until we get within, like, here's here's what I... Say to wits. I think until we get 
within three blocks, no one's going to mess with us. I'm a Warforged. I'm intimidating as shit. It doesn't take long. Um, so that's the plan. Uh, and then we'll figure it out from there. Unless you have a better idea. Mm. You saw them questioning every Warforged that came up to a Drask group. But we didn't see him doing anything no, to them, right? No, but definitely accosted, questioned. Yeah, I'm not worried we about it. We have to bluff our way through, but I'm confident. Yeah, I'm not right. worried about it. I mean, I I have penis stamped on my forehead. What could possibly go wrong? Um, <laughs> are Warforged used as like uh like family like nannies or or butlers in this world? Um, only the really really fancy ones, like the single one off models. For the most mm-hmm. part, you're so not petty. You're dealing with a group of mass produced uh, soldiers that no longer have a war to fight. Okay. So yeah, um, you guys are heading through, and it, within five blocks on the wrong side of the bridge, you come up on a group of, let's say, three goblins and a knoll that size you up briefly and go, hey, come here a sec. There's a little goblin down in front. Do I know you, big guy? And I, I just kind of size him up, and I go... Oh, like three feet of him? Exactly. Uh, And I'm trying to be imposing and threatening, and I'm just bristling menace. And he's... And I go, no, you'd remember me. All right, give me that intimidation check. Roll well. That's a wrong Because he's wearing nice armor, crisp hat, nice cloak. 17. All right. So he's like, well, you're kind of cranky. Maybe we got to take you down a peg. Drask are moving in. Boromar is going to have to move up. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, listen, hey, we're just coming back from the factory. We don't want any trouble. Listen, we got families. We just, let's just let us go home, huh? He's got a family? He's made of metal. I, give me uh, the, give me a persuasion. Sass talked a little, little mob gob. Persuasion. <laughs> Ooh, a nine or a critic That's... 20. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's a nine, I'm afraid. That's, that's brutal. He's like, yeah, yeah that's a pretty... well, there's a there's going to be a passage fee tonight. What you got on? Hey, 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 listen, let's, we don't want any trouble. Huh? Hey, no trouble, no trouble. We just need to see what your friend has got under his shoulders. Take a little rubbing of his little mark. And I... That's incredibly invasive, by the way. That's like someone like... Yeah, exactly. Paper on there's no door. fucking way getting, I'm letting them Getting the this. one absolutely unique thing from you. So I, like, cross my arms, and I go, if you touch me, it will be the last thing you ever do with two intact hands. All right. I'm going to let that 17 ride, though. And they go, you know what? I got good feet. And he, before you are sure what happened, they have knives drawn and are surrounding you, too. Uh, the knoll, this big big jaws kind of slavering he's quite happy that someone decided to fight back he's been waiting for this whole night like i get to chew is on something he, uh this character that wits currently is i'm mm-hmm. gonna call him walter walter sure <laughs> is a very like nervous scared dude so he has been like backing away like nervously from mm-hmm. penny do they still encircle both of us if there's some distance between us no they're they're just interested in the war force so there's couple goblins and a null? Two, three goblins and a null. Okay. 
I think every alter ego I come up with has to start with a W, right? <laughs> I think it has to. Absolutely. I'm also writing them down so I can hopefully revisit them. Walter, uh, nervous middle-class dad. <laughs> you, should, you should absolutely write them down. These are personas. These are masks you put on. Yeah. So, All right. Uh, I draw Balls. my sword. And, yeah. yeah. I'm going to roll initiative. I am not... Walter is not in any way showing a hostile face at all. That's totally fine. Walter He's is... still playing up the sniveling, scared. Fair enough. Walter. That's a nine. Not not spectacular. They're sevens. Well, I rolled a 15, and I'm not even trying to fight. Penny. All right, so, yeah. Uh, Wits, you're staring down a pretty big knoll. Like, he's as big as you are. Um, but the goblins are probably the bigger threat, honestly. They are small and nimble and all around you. What do you do? So they're, they're basically holding off and waiting for you to make a bad move. This is my action? Uh, yeah, you're up. I'm letting the goblins, they're holding. Have they touched Penny yet? No, but they are menacing him with knives. Him, it, they, menacing them with knives. And they're just ignoring me. Yeah, because you're cowering behind. Right, which is what I want them to do. Mm-hmm. Mm, can I hold my action? Absolutely. I'm going to hold it. It's fair. Sevens, what do you do? So they're totally surrounding me, right? Yep, and hold to the front, goblin on each side. All right. Um, so here's... I think I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to cast... Searing strike, okay. and uh, I want that to really make my sword look like it's on fire. Oh, totally! Yeah, your sword lights uh, up with so flame. it just starts glowing with this menacing orange, and like flames are going up and down it. All right. And uh, is that a bonus action? I go. What? That's, yeah, it's a bonus sweet. action. Um, are you all sure you want to go down this path? They hesitate just a moment. The goblins hesitate, but the knoll goes tasty and goes in for you. Then I definitely want to fuck up this knoll. Go for it. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, he's he's <laughs> in under your guard before you can blink. But luckily, catches you off balance. He was just upset enough by the flames to scratch off your some of your armor. Um, the goblins, though, pounce. Goblin one misses. Goblin two misses. Am I rolling a d4? No. Okay. Goblin three finally connects. And yeah. Clang, clang, clang. And then, yeah. And then this little scimitar comes out, whips across you with five points of damage. And then, as, as if they thought about it, the goblins all jump back just out of reach as the knoll is still in your face where all the goblins are now. They have used their bonus action to disengage. Right. They leap backwards and kind of look around. Okay, where's he? Where's he? You can start circling you a bit. Wits, what do you do? Um, they just cut him. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to sit there and watch him get hit like that. I'm going to sneak attack with my dagger the nearest one. Yeah, so he's, he's paying no attention to you. 
Ah, you have advantage. Balls, I still haven't programmed a dagger. <laughs> totally okay. Um, dex plus two plus... Yeah, your dex plus two. Ugh. Well, I can have advantage, so that's 22. Yeah, then. Damage is 24 plus two for dagger. So that's five, and my sneak attack is 2d6. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, uh, he's done. That's eight, so 11 or uh, 13. Yeah. So, do you kill him? Is it dark out? It is since it's evening. Are there other people around, or is it just this group? Not within sight lines. You guys stepped into an alley. So I kill him. Yeah. 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 Alright. Right between the ribs. Doesn't even make a noise. Just a little sigh. And you call it uh, and you have a bonus action. If you want to use your uh, hide or uh, disengage or Can I disengage or dash into position behind the second one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, or at least you, in the vicinity. You use the rest of your move action, you're now next to another one, and you still, and you're not with a melee at this point. So, one guy, though, is Gavon. That's bad. I apologize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next one. Um, that brings us down to seven. Seven. I. Do I see that goblin falling? Yeah, just out of the corner of your eye. He just collapses. And you see oh, a little yeah. blur. I totally kind of give this just like a little smirk. And because uh, I know yeah, it takes him, it, it's going to take them a second to realize that, oh, oh shit. Yeah, uh, so I dive in again against this fucking. Yes, big guy? Or the little one? Or whatever it is. A gnoll. A gnoll. Gnoll. A gnoll. Hyena uh, people, demon touch, they're not nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Mike, may I re- just recall this uh, flaming sword? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, the sword that is on fire. Time, on time fire to smite some bad guys. Covered in fur. You know, depends on the fun. And that's a that's a that that's is consistency right there. Oh, that's one short. <laughs> you wanna? Do you want to burn an inspiration point? Yes, you have one. <laughs> Give me another attack, then. That'll do it. Yeah, connects. Slices into a nine points of damage, plus... So I think a searing smite does an extra... Oh, no, it does an extra 1d6 But they're on fire damage, and he is on fire. Great, he's on fire. Uh, Does he save against the... Or does he... So he has to make a... Now or at the start of his turn? Okay, so yeah, he takes another 1d6. How much? So he is. He is not looking great. um, But he is still up. But he is also on fire. Which is terrifying. Bandolier of pelts and hide armor is starting to burn. It isn't that flammable, but it's not great. Not great. It smells. And there's really that. Bad. There's that gross burn hair. Oh yeah. Smell oh yeah. Hair. And all Lord only knows what else he had on. Um. But yeah. So that brings us to the gallows and the knoll. The knoll is unhappy at being on fire. Nope. Does not save. Is on fire. Takes another four points of damage. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, he is he's looking a little rough. But he is going to try and take that out. He's not happy. What a dick. Someone should just know when to run away. Yeah, he's a null. They don't do that. Uh, does that hit your armor class? Uh, it does not, because I have a shield as well. Alright. Uh, so my Darkwood... I've been trying to figure out the armor business. Is it is complicated. Uh, I think my AC right now is 16. Okay. Totally fair. Yeah, he misses and howls with frustration and anger. Um, the goblins, they look at the knoll and look at each other and then realize, okay, the other way's dead. <laughs> and, and your knoll's on fire, by the way. Um, so one of them, let's see, you didn't hide, did you, Wits? Walter is still over there, but looking kind of nonchalant. Yeah, he's definitely uh, close uh, to one of them, in, right? Yeah, in range-ish of a second one, but he is, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the guy next to you is going to s- step in, try and cut at you, on his, but he's definitely trying to cut his way clear. Totally flubs the that, uses his bonus action to just slip out. He's small and wiry, and then he starts running. Other one is going to dive at seven's back. Yeah, I think that's going to do it. Yeah, I think that hits. 22. Those, that 22 stings a bit. Yeah, so seven points is another dagger, or another scimitar, and then he bounces back and also starts to run. Uh, the knoll, still right in front of you, does not care. Still on fire. Does not care. Is burning. Is not happy about it, <laughs> but is not running. This knoll's a jerk. He's a jerk. Wits, you're up. Noel is very hurt on fire. Goblin just stabbed Sevens. Goblin just, Penny. Uh, goblin just stabbed away, Sevens right? and tried to started to run away. The other Goblin tried to stab you and is running away. And is running away. And uh, does the Noel see me or is cognizant of me? He's aware of you now. Um, I guess it, is Zach. You would uh, is, you would get your sneak attack from an ally against. Yeah. You just wouldn't have advantage. Within five feet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna you know, you know do the damn thing. I'm gonna stab it. Dex plus, you said two. Oh, that's a crit. Would you like to um, roll the dice, or would you like to simply tell me how you finish? I like the idea of Penny on the ground staring up of an on-fire knoll, just having been stabbed in pretty rough shape, I could imagine. I'm not tracking your hit points, but I'd imagine you're in pretty rough shape. Just got stabbed. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm like trying to, like, I feel like I've got this flaming goal, like, grabbing it, trying to keep him off of it. Yeah, his jaws you're, are going you're looking your face. Yeah, snapping. From the ground, you're looking up at it, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of goes wide-eyed, and then its head just kind of rolls off. <laughs> and the body just collapses, and I'm behind it with my two daggers, and I'm just like, hey. <laughs> I, uh, I just kind of throw the rest of the body. Yeah, don't mention a big guy, huh? Yeah, so 23, that that was, yeah, that would have killed him in one hit. Before the flaming sword. So you now have a dead goblin and a dead knoll. Um, maybe you've got and two goblins a couple fleeing. From two goblins fleeing. And not... where. So we're, where are are we? Like, what, where did they accost us that we're trying to cross something? You guys were heading down to Harvey's, right? Yes. Mm. Harvey's? Was that the kennel? No, you guys were heading to the kennels. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, we're going to the kennels. Which is great, because that's the way the goblins fled. All right. Uh, we need to... 
I look at Wits and I go, we gotta get rid of these bodies. We gotta get rid of those goblins that are fleeing. I. Can we can we catch him? Um, you might be able to. Penny will be a little slower. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to. <clears throat> if you want to go after him, I will hide these bodies. You hide the bodies. I'll do my best. I take off. We're going to split the party. Well, this is great. That's always the best All idea. Right. And let's leave it here. Dearest listener, thank you for joining us for this week's To Ashes, To Dust, a Wits is Inquisitive's production. Your narrator is Alex Kirk, Wits is played by our editor Nathan Shoemaker, and Sevens is played by Zach Shoemaker. Tune in for our next broadcast from the dark and seedy underbelly of the City of Towers, into Ashes, To Dust. <laughs>